Happy Election Day! This is Chris Cast, episode 32. No, this is episode 33. Ba bum! 33 is the magic number. 33 is the magic number. Today is election day in the United States of America. I am here inside the Beltway. My name is Chris Abraham. And this is episode 33 of ChrisCast. This is very exciting because I don't have notes. I'm just going to noodle for 20 minutes. So you are warned. You have been warned. Yay! Oh, thank you. You know what? I think Donald Trump's going to win re-election. And I believe that the polling companies are just promotional vehicles. I believe that in the same way that uh, news organizations are supposedly... uh, Well, my buddy Mark tells me that I'm stupid to think this, and I think he's probably right. But I I was under the belief that news organizations are neutral and do not perpetuate a, um, if you will, a, uh, a dog control method of manipulating people into behaving in a certain way. Um, in other words, I don't believe that we're being led by, I never thought we were being led by what we're getting from news organizations or from polls. But I feel like that I feel like all the polls that have been um, shared popularly online and via the news have been wishful thinking polls. Back uh, from 2016, they were wishful thinking polls. Back with uh, Al Gore versus George Bush, uh, they were wishful thinking polls. And this uh, election, I believe that their wishful thinking polls. How do I, how did I come to that conclusion? I came to that conclusion about both mainstream media, well, media in general, even podcasts, um, and polling data because of what happened with uh, Glenn Greenwald and The Intercept. He was free. He, he founded it, um, and yet he had to leave it because he was um, perturbed, uh, broken-hearted by how the Intercept was unwilling to post anything in his articles that was in any way that were or was in any way um, hurtful to the to the Biden to the Biden run. Uh, they would not. Maybe it was a proximity thing. Maybe they thought it was too close to the election and that if uh, Glenn Greenwald 
uh, were to include anything that brought up Hunter Biden's uh, indiscretions uh, in the um, in the um, postmortem, the intercept would be perceived as a disruptive uh, voter suppression or voter uh, corrupting influence. Or uh, there is a a superstitious feeling that you can jinx the ele- election by virtue of not painting everything as uh, turning out the way you want it to. And that, in fact, in a sort of a jinxy kind of way, if you portray polls as supporting Trump, you might encourage Trump voters to decide that they want to pursue uh, an actual Trump victory and not just throw up their hands and say, F it, it's not going to work. We we can't overcome these numbers. Um, that makes me believe that we're being extremely steered. I believe, and you know, the scales off my eyes. Um, um, I don't even have a tin hat on, a tinfoil hat. And, and I believe that the more likely Trump is to be reelected, the more up into the radar, up into the sonar, up out of nap of the earth. I believe that, you know, in most cases, um, the steering can be so light and discreet that it's just not obvious to anybody, including me. But when a government like America that is supposed to be not steered, it's supposed to be an emergent democracy. It's supposed to be by the people for the people. It's not supposed to be um, a population of... Hey, Google, what's the current population of... uh, America. In 2019, the population of the United States of America was 328,239,523. So apparently, uh, there are that many people in the in the containers behind the uh, behind the the, the semi truck, or there's that many people more more realistically uh, in the um, in the shipping. Uh, in the shipping containers on board the Supermax, uh, the Supermax boat known as America. And there are definitely uh, people in the cabin uh, who are, well, not, not in the cabin. Uh, my metaphor is breaking down. In the, um, the captain is in the cockpit. Well, let's just say cockpit. And, um, and and this is some heavy duty steering heavy duty steering trying to turn this semi tractor trailer supermax super big shipping ship uh in an L formation and it's just not working so uh the pilots whoever they are i don't know uh i guess it could be emergent but the people who have uh the people who run I'm sure it's not an oversoul or a, a super, uh, or maybe like my like my episode from from my last episode. Maybe it's shadow government with shadow President Hillary Clinton, but 
whether it's emergent or whether it's just the intent of a cultural elite or whether it's just the intent of people who think they know better than us, including Stanford that recently came out with a, uh, with, um, with a diagnosis that Trump has killed 700 people based on his, um, based on his rallies and all these other things. Uh, the, uh, constant CNN banner that that says to the number how many Americans have died on a red background. Um, people on the media incessantly saying that Trump personally murdered the 200,000, the 230,000, the 250,000, and the predicted 500,000 uh, dead Americans, uh, which is a which is still. Less than Stalin uh, was able to, less than Stalin and uh, so many other actual awesome, awesome world-changing despots have. Um, Hey, Google, how many people did Pol Pot murder? Two million people. Here's a summary from the website biography.com. During its reign, Pol Pot oversaw the deaths of an estimated 1 to 2 million people from starvation, overwork, or execution. Oh, man. Trump sucks at this. Hey, Google. How many people did Stalin murder? 6 million. On the website nybooks.com, they say, Snyder estimates that Hitler was responsible for between 11 million and 12 million non-combatant deaths, while Stalin was responsible for at least 6 million, and as many as 9 million if, foreseeable, deaths caused by deportation, starvation, and incarceration in concentration camps are included. Man. Frick. Uh, Trump sucks as a, as a despot. Um, Trump sucks as a Hitler man. Anyway... Um, so I feel like, I feel like the poll data are, uh, are promotional, our hearts and minds. I mean, I'm a propagandist by trade, right? So I kind of have a, a, a sixth sense for this and, um, and polling data is promotional wish, wishful thinking. Um, the news is, is, um, is promotional wishful thinking. It is a hearts and minds attempt at steering people by virtue of saying, uh, of telling them that their friends are dying, their loved ones are dying, everyone's dying, and all the people who can help them, who can save the day, are um, a, on a, in a particular, um, of a particular belief, of a particular education, of a, a particular accomplishment, and so on and so forth. I mean, I'm not even going to go into the concept of reset because this is about, this is not build back better. This is about a um, whether or not Trump will be reelected. And I think it's very likely that he will be uh, because, you know, it all comes down to uh, a um, what I heard this morning on NPR Morning Edition. And it really troubled me which was uh, a, a dude from Citizen University from the Aspen Institute named Eric Liu, uh, L-I-U, who uh, came on to Morning Edition 
and uh, said, well, you know, you've got to be kind when you kind of understand people who voted differently than you. And you've got to be really understanding when you, instead of freaking out at someone that they voted for Trump, you kind of want to learn about, you know, what, why they did it. And when you find out that they got sucked into the Q, um, uh, the Q rabbit hole, you've got to be compassionate about that. And then, after he talks about being compassionate, he goes into the fact that um, the only people who thinks that there's freedom without consequences are children and psychopaths. I mean, I don't know if if the left or if Democrats of a certain ilk or, or, or CNN or NPR or podcasts, asterisks, podcasts, the platform where people who are interviewed rarely think that anybody's going to listen, so they speak their truth. Podcasts. So, I mean, this is exactly this defined, right? I don't think anybody's going to listen to this. So I'm speaking my mind. So I really think that Trump's going to win based mostly on all the things, all the insults that, uh, that the majority of white Western culture, self-identified Americans, the insult that they have felt incessantly over the last three and a half years, four years. And, and they have, they have heard everything that everybody said about them. They have incessantly been called entitled. They've incessantly been called racist. They've incessantly been called sexist. They've incessantly been called, um, any num oh uh dumb ignorant um the dumb bucket uh uneducated poorly educated um they've incessantly been compared to a child who never learned that there's no santa claus uh they've been called um uh extremists they've been they've been they perceived all of their, all of themselves being potential uh, white supremacists, potential domestic terrorists. They've been told that if they are not explicitly anti-racist, then they are racist, and that if they're not doing the work, they are racist. They have been told that uh, their love of firearms is is anachronistic. And that's just a good word for it. They've been told that um, they are personally responsible for school shootings, for killing babies, for um, that they are all members of the militia, that they're all completely mad. Uh, like Mr. Liu said, they're all children or psychopaths. And that the 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 higher power that they have pledged their holy life to is just a, a sky daddy and that they should throw away those childish things and, um, and embrace science. Uh, they've been told that they are, uh, the reason for, um, for an extinction event. They've been blamed for, uh, not caring about the environment. They've been, they've been, uh, and not directly, maybe, but through um, their love of 
internal combustion engine vehicles and their love of having jobs in um, and making money from from fracking, from oil, from natural gas, from being in industries that are quote unquote dirty, um, and for wanting a job that doesn't have to be a job from the future, to wanting to retain and maintain work that one can do now. Um, and change is hard, right? You can't shame or humiliate people into making changes. Maybe if you were a fellow, um, a fellow, a fellow uh, follower of, of Jesus or a fellow Christian or a fellow Muslim or whatever, but the people who, who feel profound need and desire to steer America uh, don't in any way want to be American as defined by uh, a 400-year, 250... Hey, Google, how old is America? 244 years old. On the website en.daughters.com, they say, that is the age since independence was achieved from Great Britain following the Revolutionary War of the 19th century. The Founding Fathers sealed the Declaration on the 4th of July 1776, and that makes the country 244 years old as of today. Hey Google, how many years has it been since the Puritans arrived in America? On the website pbs.org, they say, in 1630, the Puritans set sail for America. Hey Google, how many years has it been since 1630? 142,387 days. Hey, Google, how many years has it been since the Puritans arrived in America? On the website, PBS. Hey, Google, how many years has it been since the year 1630? 142,387 days. Hey, Google, how many years is 142,387 days? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Hey, Google, stop. Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alexa, how many years has it been since the Puritans arrived in America? Here's something I found from the article History of New England on Wikipedia. Between 1630 and 1643, about 20,000 Puritans arrived, settling hey mostly near Boston. How many years? After 1643, uh, how many years has it been since 1630? 1,630 ended 390 years ago. Uh, my, uh, my. <laughs> I don't even want to. Uh, hey, Google, what is. 2020 minus 1630. The answer is 390. There we go. Oh, if I wasn't such an American literature major, I'd know that there's been 390 years of, uh, of Puritan contagion in America. And so America self-identifies by virtue of mimetic engineering across America way more people then are considered diverse are directly suffering from 
that many years of, of, of contagion. Uh, and no, unless you're, unless you're a, a Catholic nun and I'm in your, uh, I'm, and I'm in your grammar class and you are, and you have a yardstick and the principal has a paddle. Are you going to belittle and shame me and humiliate me into behaving? Americans are strangely uppity. And, you know, even though, and the South is extremely passive aggressive. Um, so if you feel like, you know, if you feel like someone's going to make fun of you, you're going to keep your own thoughts to yourself. Um, there's going to be a lot of people who are voting for Trump who would never tell their wife, who would never, certainly never tell their kids, who might not even tell their ne- their neighbors, but who who don't think that uh, 200,000 deaths are a lot considering. Hey, Google, how many Americans die every year of natural causes? Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Here are other things you can try. I, I had the answer to this before. How many Americans died in 2018. A total of 2,839,205 resident deaths were registered in the United States. Um, and that is just a normal year. So um, so 200,000 deaths, even 500,000 deaths is uh, part and parcel. And, uh, and be, you know, and the difference between every year is 25,000 deaths. Uh, so 25,000 deaths, 50,000 deaths, plus or minus. And the fact that uh, coronavirus, in many cases, exacerbates um, uh, exacerbates chronic illness anyway. Um, there are a lot of Americans who, who take this on the chin and believe that in the way that we fought uh, World War II. Hey, Google. How many American uh, were lost in World War II? Here is some information from the web that might possibly help. According to Wikipedia, deaths directly caused by the war are estimated at 50 to 56 million, with an additional estimated 19 to 28 million deaths from war-related disease and famine. Hey Google, how many U.S. American soldiers died during World War II? Here is some information for how many Americans were killed in World War II. On the website WashingtonPost.com, they say deaths in World War II. In total, over 405,000 Americans gave their lives in the conflict. The military breaks out figures by state for the Army, which was the branch that contributed the most lives to the effort, by far. So, half a million Americans died during World War II. And tens of millions of uh, people worldwide died during World War II. And if this is perceived as a war against a virus, then the um, global totals are are very low. Uh, The personal totals are very low uh, compared to how many people died during World War II, even Americans. And so Americans feel like they have the right to choose 
whether or not they're going to put themselves in risk's way. I believe that um, to assume that everybody who went to a Trump rally that died of COVID wasn't was too much of a child to make a rational choice because they were a dumb a dumb Trump voter is extremely insulting. I believe that everybody who attended a Trump rally uh, understood their risk. Even if they understood that they didn't believe it, it was real, that still is a choice. And you can't infantilize people just because you think they're a bunch of, uh, of, 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 of ignoramuses and troglodytes. I feel like, I mean, I don't want to do, I don't think purging uh, smart people like Pol Pot did in Cambodia or, or Mao Zedong did in China is a very good option. But I think America would just be plenty happy were it to excise its uh, um, uh, 20% of high intellectual, um, highly educated uh, um, vanguard of the proletariat who is constantly trying to steer America in a way that it, it has no interest in complying with. The best way to comply with something you're not the best, the very best way to uh, not comply with something that your boss, your wife, your kids, your parents, or anybody else. The best way to uh, to not comply is not to defy. It's just say yes, 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 ma'am, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and then just not do it. That'll happen twelve times, fifteen times before anybody really. Uh, comes to your door and comes a knocking. Um, you know, these dumb ignoramuses and troglodytes who who you have complete contempt for um, already have plans that if you come to take their guns, they're going to have they're going to report them as having been lost in a in a tragic boat accident. I mean, there's jokes about an eventuality of that. Alexa, stop. Hey, Google, stop. Um, anyway, let's, uh, take a break. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Um, let's take a break. And, uh, this has been a hot mess, but I feel like I've gotten a lot of what I think out there and we'll come back after the next, uh, break. Welcome back to 33 is a magic number. 33 is a magic number. Uh, my name's Chris Abraham. This is Chris Cast, episode 33 on Election Day. Um, I guess this is my formal way of saying that uh, I believe that Donald Trump is going to be spite uh, again, completely spite elected in a giant American FU. Uh, to um, to a perceived um, in, in uh, a a um, an, an, an insulting, condescending, uh, just listen. Jimmy Carter was and is and always will be my favorite president. I believe he was too good for America. And if it makes you feel any better, liberal elite, I think you're too good for America. I think you should leave. 
and you should go to, to Western Europe, should all move to Berlin and Paris and London and live your awesome dreams uh, or, 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 or Tuscany and go live your eat, pray, love dreams and get out of America and allow America to just be the proud frontiersman, second world, self-destructive, diabetes-ridden, quasi-sickly, everybody on, um, on, uh, um, uh, oh, what's the term for someone who is, who gets a, 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 a modicum of, uh, oh, everybody on disability listening to AM talk radio country that we want to be. Um, if you leave, then everybody here will be that, uh, will have that same narrative of, I just want to be a cowboy. I just want to have a job. I just want to, you know, we'll be, we'll, we'll enjoy a life much closer to that of Hungary. We'll be much more like the Soviet Union. Um, if, if, if the nerds leave, I, I guarantee you the, the troglodytes will pick up chess and enjoy chess. Um, Most American conservatives know their self in response to hating uh, New York Democrats and hating California in total. Um, and if you all move out of New York and California, then they won't know what their life's work is and they will revert to a secondary backup plan, which might be just the betterment of their world. There will be a huge number of deaths from self-inflicted gunshot wounds in suicide. There'll be a huge amount of deaths from accidentally or intentionally shooting your neighbors. There will be lots of comorbidity and chronic deaths. Uh, there will be extreme amounts of deaths from uh, m muscle cars. Uh, there will be deaths from losing kids in pools. Uh, there'll be all the classic, it'll be the 70s again. Uh, most people will not wear seatbelts. Um, it'll be a terrible place, but uh, but you'll live longer yourself because your blood pressure will be lower. Because uh, London, Tuscany, Berlin, Paris, take your pick. They're just all wonderful places. Um in fact, you can all move down to that house you have in, in, in Costa Rica and in, in New Zealand and really just get the hell away from uh, the rest of America and American kind of be a little bit more like Brazil, like Argentina, you know, countries we have more in common with instead of the constant pressure of trying to make us more like uh, Netherlands or, or France or Norway or Sweden, or even Great Britain, or even, you know, honestly, we'll, we'll take Canada down with us. I mean, Canada really does not want to be, you know, like Great Britain. I mean, it likes its, it likes its healthcare, but, um, man, if you gave, if you gave Canada the ability to vote for Trump, you'd be surprised how many people voted for Trump, would vote for Trump. I mean, what about that crazy guy from Ontario uh, the crazy, obese, drug addict guy. I mean, you're not above uh, above this. Um, anyway, uh, I'm hoping 
I'm hoping you get your way. I'm hoping through sheer force of hearts and minds and will and domination of the media and of polling data and reporting. Um, I hope you get your way. I hope you force feed yourself into the uh, goose known as America to make the uh, uh, to make the the delicious pate uh, known as winning. And uh... hey, Google, what kind of food is made of goose liver? On the website, animal equality. Foie gras, foie gras, the foie gras known as America. By the way, fatty liver is my Native American name. Hepatic steatosis is is my is my um uh my scientific name, my Latin name, my Latin name. Okay, guys, uh, another break, and I will close it down after this. Welcome back to episode 33 of Chris Cast. My name is Chris Abraham, and that's a wrap. Uh, you can reach me at Chris Abraham on Twitter, at Chris Abraham on Facebook, at Chris Abraham on Instagram, at Chris Abraham, which is LinkedIn.com slash in slash Chris Abraham on, on LinkedIn. You can find me at ChrisAbraham.com. You can email me at Chris at Abraham.su. Um, you can uh, text me at plus one two zero two three five two five zero five one can also call me on that number, but I will never answer if we don't have a date. Uh, if you want a date, you can contact me at calendly.com slash chrisabraham slash 15. And I would be happy to have a chat with you. Uh, I'm on YouTube, but I don't upload a lot at youtube.com slash chrisabraham. And uh, I thank you for listening all the way through. I hope I'm wrong. But I hope I'm right because I like being right and I am um, insufferable. I am a child and a, and a sociopath or uh, to quote Liu, I'm a child and a, socio, uh, a psychopath. And uh, on that note, please go to Chris Cast wherever you listen to your podcast and on iTunes and give me a big thumbs up and eight stars and five stars and a comment because that really helps people find my podcast. I am hopefully going to also transition this into a video where I'm going to get a Hero 9 and I'm going to film myself audio recording this podcast uh, for your amusement and terror. Love you guys. Thanks a lot again. Oh, you can find me at Chris on uh, No Agenda Social. 33 is a magic number.